Hey, everybody. Welcome to the YouTube show. Um, man, I was so excited about us doing this live last week. We are doing it live, and we're going to do it live <laughs> for the time being. Uh, Craig's in the protocol. Uh, we'll talk about that with him later uh, when he comes back. But, hey, I got Joe Castle with me. Joe, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty well this evening. How are you doing, Chris? Good. I, I got to tell you, and, you know, we're, we're trying not to be this big COVID discussion show anymore, uh, but I got my COVID booster shot. I felt like crap because of the symptoms the past couple of days. I've got a rash on my leg. I kind of feel, a little, you know, just this blah and everything. Right. But get your booster shot uh, because do you feel like crap for two days? Do you feel crap for, like, two weeks or so if you get COVID and, or even worse? So, yeah, it just, well, like I said, I, I don't want to get into politics of it. It's just I, I want my friends to be okay. You know, and that's kind of where I'm at with that. Yeah. So. Yep. I mean, I, I read a story today, too. I mean, it was just another hospital system. I think it was maybe uh, Wake Med out of Raleigh, North Carolina, just kind of like a random snapshot. But it was like, hey, guess what? 98% of the people we've admitted in the ICU for COVID, they've not been vaccinated. You know, and so it just the numbers were just off. It was like, they were like, please go get your shots, you know. Um, and again, same thing, not getting into the politics of it. I'm just, if you have shots, you don't get to the hospital. You don't end up intubated nearly. I mean, the, it's, you know, we, we got the numbers. You know, we've, yeah. We've, yeah, we've got the numbers. <laughs> we, and, we, can, we can check the stats. <laughs> and right now, I don't care how you vote. Just right. should be okay. You yes. Know? And this is going out to, I don't know all of Joe's friends on Facebook. It's going out to my Facebook friends. Obviously, uh, there'll be an audience that listen to some replay and everything. If you're tuning in, I care about you. I want you to be okay. That's where it kind of uh, comes down to there. And then also, Joe, i got to mention this because I'm be, I, I, I've got the game on my um, uh, my um, cell phone. A little distracted tonight because the Steelers and Browns are playing. Uh, my guy, <laughs> Big Ben, it appears to be his final home game. And uh, since we talked last, I got a little nervous because it was 13 to 7. But the Steelers just got two field goals. So they're up 19-7. The game is not over. There's four and a half minutes left. But it's a little more in the Steelers' hands than it was a while back. So I, I'm feeling a little bit better right now. So it's good. <laughs> All right. The problem is the Steelers have a small chance of making the playoffs. I don't know if I want them to make the playoffs because they'll probably get killed in the playoffs. But, you know, you want your team to do well. So it's good. All right, well, just to let you know what we're doing, um, we took a break last week on the YouTube show. Uh, we had kind of like a fun year-end wrap-up show. We had some people call in. Uh, we just had, uh, we talked football. We talked a little bit of everything else. But we wanted to get back to the YouTube show. But at the same time, hey, this is like a radio show. If you got an opinion, hey, uh, keep it, if you could, keep it to our topic tonight. <laughs> Uh, but you know, yeah, yeah. Don't don't be talking about COVID tonight. But you know, keep it to the video that we're watching tonight. But yeah, call in. Uh, Joe put on the comments. There's a streamer link. So if you want to call in and talk to us, hit the link, log in. We'll put you in, and it should be fun. All right. Um, I am looking forward to this uh, tonight, um, Joe. Uh, I, I've tried to suggest this to you for a while, and you guys haven't taken me up on it, but. Tonight, we're talking about Kurt Katz. He's a travel blogger from South Africa. 
And I've only seen one video of him, but it was kind of super crazy. And that's what I wanted to talk about tonight. Um, we're going to try and play a couple clips. We played this last week, but let's see if we can play this just so you get a feel for what this guy's about. Uh, hopefully we can hear this from the sound. Buenos dias. Right now, I'm in the center of Medellin, a city that is pretty much well known for one thing. And you know what that is. With that said, the building behind me used to be the headquarters of the cartel not too long ago. That they've now turned into a cultural center. Anyways, everyone's bored of this stereotype. It's not all the city's got to offer. So, I arrived two days ago and I haven't been out yet and I'm super excited to go see what the city's about. Let's go speak to some people. Let's go. Let's see what we can let's see what we can find. All right. Uh, Joe, here's an interesting thing. And I'm gonna reference this a couple different times. I got the opportunity to travel to Peru, Ecuador, and Colombia. Uh, the mm -hmm. Colombia trip got canceled with people since me were on vacation. But you know, I was sold. There were things you shouldn't do. I was told, you know, you don't walk around Columbia. You know, you do your thing. It, it. Now, if you right, got right. security with you, great, or whatever else. But you don't just walk around Columbia. This guy, I guess, he's known for traveling to crazy places, um, just doing whatever. Now, it, I'll tell you, Joe, this guy is a travel boy. I mean, you're going to get clicks if you go to crazy places. If you're right, going right. to Columbus and going around, who cares? Or if you're going to, <laughs> uh, right? What's what's level highest you can pick on? Like Mansfield, it's not it's the same thing. So I understand that you've got to be a little bit shocking, I guess, uh, to get that. But this guy's a wild man. Uh, well, what do you think about him overall? Just set the tone for what we're going to talk. Um, I I can see why he's got. You know he's got an audience. Um, he, he has a like a kind of friendly, charismatic, almost bluntness. You know which which um, lends itself well to this type of of content. You know, vlogging uh, as they used to call it back in the day. His I mean I know he's got an Instagram, et cetera, et cetera. He his his personality I think translates well here. Now, having said that, um, not for nothing, dude. Where but wherever this guy's going to be, the average street criminal does not know him from Adam, and will not care about his effervescent personality and his kind of you know, hey, how's it going? I'm happy to meet you. Um, you know, uh, char charisma. I I, um, I would not do what he does. <laughs> Especially not now. Maybe, maybe in my younger days, I might have, I might have pulled some of it off. Um, but uh, I certainly wouldn't do it now. I'm glad he's doing it because it makes for some good content. But nah, it ain't my, it ain't, it ain't my, uh, it ain't my gig. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And you know, it was interesting. I was looking up some news on him recently, and apparently he has. He was, it was kind of strange. It was, it was about the time where the Haiti missionaries have some ties to Ohio were kidnapped. Mm -hmm. um, people were saying he may have been kidnapped too. Right, they couldn't right. find him. There's a Dominican Republic and Haiti. 
and apparently uh, he was okay. He just didn't check on Instagram for a while. Yeah, but he was out of pocket for a bit. I know. <laughs> looking at some of his other videos, um, mm -hmm. Pakistan, which obviously is not a great place for a foreigner to be at right now. Um, he's made trips to Ecuador. Now, I gotta tell you, Ecuador's not a bad area. Um, you you gotta be careful in Ecuador. But Ecuador's very Americanized. It, it's weird. Mm -hmm. uh, it's socialistic, which is kind of interesting. Uh, but it's not like sometimes you think of socialistic where you're being ruled with iron fists and everything. Right. No, they keep the price down. So, I mean, I guess him going to Ecuador wasn't crazy, you know what I mean, as much. Uh, but he's at the Dominican Republic. Um, let's see, where else was he at? Uh, Peru. Which proof can get dangerous at spots. Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, and and let's let's be honest here. We're 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 kind of talking about oh, the, like some some places, some locales could be a little bit you know, a little bit sketchier than others. We totally understand. We live in the United States. We have some of the sketchiest neighborhoods anywhere. Right. <laughs> I've right. been through some of them. I've made wrong turns. I mean, right turns, whatever. I lived in a couple back in the day, but uh, you know, we we understand that. However, yeah, I I I agree. If I was in Ecuador, I might be a little more comfortable just kind of bopping down the street and, and and running into people as opposed to Medellin, where he's like, they told me not to go down this street, so I'm going down the street. You know, if the locals told me not to go down the street. I'm not going to go down the street. I'm going to take their, I'm going to take their well-earned life experience advice, and probably not go down the street. So, when I kind of train for my experience down there, they always talk about having a buddy, and you know, right? We were down with missionaries that kind of knew the way of land, and some of them, I remember kind of hanging out with two girls one night to the missionaries that they kind of. They wanted to take a couple of chances. I was kind of freaked out, but uh, it was it, we made it. I survived, but it, yeah, it was just very strange. So, right. um, Kurt Cat, so he's going to Medellin, and he's like, hey, again, as you know, Colombia, not a great area. A lot of killings in Colombia, really up until 20 years ago, kidnappings were common in Colombia. Mm -hmm. uh, they would kidnap people, take them to the jungle. And, you know, ask for a ton of money. And if not, you're pretty much stuck in the jungle the rest of your life, uh, which is kind of crazy. Uh, thankfully, Colombia has gotten better. It's not quite as dangerous. But Colombia is still kind of crazy, which makes it tough. Mm -hmm. um, what did you think? I, I didn't – I've got a couple of clips I want to show you. I didn't mark any of this. But what did you think about the drinks in this drink? I was going to, actually I was going to mention that I thought it was cool that like one of the stops, I mean and you know when you're talking about street vendors, I mean for all you know it's a it's just some local fruit that that blends up into a relatively tasty smoothie or something, but uh, you know one day they could be selling it as oh it's an energy drink it's a natural energy drink the next day it's like oh it's just this real refreshing. Uh, you know, desserty beverage. The next day, they could say it's an aphrodisiac, which he encountered in one of his one of his stops. And you know, and he was they he sampled the fruit they made it out of, and then he bought a cup of the the drink or whatever. You know, it was like oh, it's very interesting, et cetera, et cetera. Um, 
But I've always thought that was interesting that that with street vendors, especially when they're selling to tourists, I mean, oh, yeah, this totally, yeah, yeah, like a week after you take it, you'll be like 40 IQ points smarter. No doubt. You're leaving tomorrow? Yeah, it'll be like a week before it works. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Yeah, he was very into the application. I don't know what was going on before. Yeah, yeah. I was like, especially with the street he was supposed to be going to, I'm like, dude, you might be you might be getting yourself in some sort of trouble here. I don't know, but he again he's done it more. He's done his his, his travel his travel gig more than me certainly. So <laughs> I assume he knows what he's doing. You know, I don't know. I have a hard time um, rating guys. He's a young, I guess, a good looking guy. You know, I saw a couple of the YouTube videos where it says Kurt with Colombian girl. So, so apparently Kurt's picking up women on some of these trips. So I, I don't know. Uh, so he's all excited. He, he's got the after jack. He's ready to go. I, I yeah. don't know. I have absolutely no doubt that Kurt makes the most of his uh, travel yes. log uh, from a professional and a personal standpoint. <laughs> so he's not running back to the hotel reading his um, Bible all night. Yeah, I, I doubt. I doubt. Yeah, you know, he's he's probably not. Uh, I don't think he's. Yeah, he's not scurrying back to his room to plan the next the next day's adventure or something. He probably did that well in advance. He's got it stuck stuck on his iPad or something. Okay. <laughs> Very good. I, I, I'll tell you the the one thing, and he did get some drinks from street vendors. But I think there mm-hmm. was one time where somebody's like, "Hey, get this drink." He's like, "Oh, all right, here you go," and he accepts this drink and. Man, for my training, that's a no-no. You don't. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, and there was. I think there was one. Uh, there was like one um, place too where, um, like, you could tell that like some tourists it seemed like were like getting close and kind of getting touchy feely and whatnot. And it's like, so are they trying to find a wallet? Are they trying to find the money belt that's hidden, you know, under your shirt, whatever? You know that that old tourist trick. It was, it was it was clear that some people were interacting with him because they were like, oh, it's fun to do. And then there were other people. I'm like, they're trying to find him to see if he's a mark. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it seemed like. Totally seemed like. <laughs> well, and that's the same. You know, somebody could put something in a drink. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it, it's kind of nuts. So uh, yeah. let me check out something. Because uh, one of the things I like about doing this live video is we can actually play some clips. So, you know, the audience has got some idea of what's going on. I, I found like two clips I wanted to play that I thought was kind of interesting. And while I'm looking this up, um, you could call in or if you have any comments, um, we're going to try to next week start publicizing when we're going live because I feel not know when we're going live, you're probably just stumbling across this, but. Um, if you're listening to us, if you have any comment, um, come on Facebook and we'll read off your comment on there. All right. What what did you think about this one? This is it. I have a feeling those guys were trying to start something funny with me. So I got my phone. I haven't been pickpocketed yet, and I'm not planning on getting pickpocketed. So let's uh, let's turn around. Those guys had a bad vibe about them, so we're gonna go the other direction. Oh my god! 
Hey, Cole, just grab me. Damn. You just grabbed my stomach. <laughs> this is madness. Am I still on my stuff? Oh, yeah, I got it. Okay. Wow, that was dodgy. Exactly. <laughs> that was exactly what I was thinking, was thinking about. <laughs> Hang on a second. All right, no, no worries. Yes, yeah, so that was kind of going into what you were talking about. Right, um, right. And you can see everything too. And again, you're a YouTube channel. I mean, you have to display your camera. How else are you going to tape? But still, you're walking for Columbia. You're walking for a busy street. Uh, it's shoulder to shoulder, and you got a camera. You're bumping into people and everything else. I mean, you said it. You're a mark. You know what I mean? It makes yeah. it tough. Well, interesting too. Uh, you mentioned that you know during your travels, they they encourage you. You know, the basically just like we had in elementary school, the buddy system. When you're on a field trip, you know, partner up with your buddy. Well, that that gives you another set of eyes and ears, and and you know somebody else's head on a swivel. Um, I don't think Kurt benefits from that very much, based on based on what he's filming. Um, so yeah, I and especially when he went from like the early part of the video where he's in these wider, more you know, like the more um, open streets, and and some of the some of the businesses and stores are, if not upscale, they're clearly more geared to a tourist clientele or at least partial tourist clientele. And then like the clip that you just showed there, it's like this street seems like. It's more, if not locals only, it's, um, you know, it, it, it doesn't have the, the Americanized chain restaurants on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's what, I think that's what he was encountered. He was talking about those two guys who seemed, oh, that one, that, that girl just grabbed my stomach. Yep. Yeah. She, she was looking for something to steal, dude. Yes. <laughs> and it wasn't your heart. Yeah. <laughs> Kurt thought maybe he could do a video about that girl or something. I mean, come on. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's, let me find the other uh, clip I want to share. Well, no, we got to share once we get to the naughty street. I, I got a lot to say about that. <laughs> let, me, let me rewind a little bit so I can catch the whole clip for us. Bear with me for a second. This is a little Uh, I think I know which park this is. If you guys have seen the Narco series, then you know that scene where Pablo is sitting on the park bench. I think this is it. Let's go reenact that real quick. <laughs> like this. That dude sniffing glue in a plastic bag. So all these people that are sleeping here, well, not all of them, but I, I suppose a lot of them are all passed out from sniffing glue, because it seems like a bit of a uh, sketchy area, if you know what I mean. Just getting some, hola, como estas? Por bien. Okay, let's, uh, let's get out of here. Okay, gracias, gracias. Wow, it's, uh, it's a strange vibe here, I'm getting. Are not... Okay. 
Yeah, these are. Damn, I didn't realize it is this at first, but these are pretty much all junkies. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm confused by this guy for two reasons. First of all, and we've addressed this kind of before, don't you think that you would want to research the area? Right. Like, yes. like if I said, Joe, our family, let's go to California and let's, you know, let's go to L.A. and spend a couple days there. You know, probably the thought to do would be like, all right, let's investigate. What do we want to check out? You know, do we check out a Dodgers game? Do we check out a museum? What do we check out? We have a limited amount of time. What what's on the what's on the hit list? Yeah. Does this guy do any research at all? I don't think he does. I don't, you know, I the more I think about it and and as as many videos as he has and, and clearly as much traveling as he's done, I wonder how much of it is like fame how much of it is him you know like i don't have a plan when he knows exactly what he's going to do you know because i i i just i i it's just foreign to me no pun intended that, that to travel that way in another country especially when you're supposedly looking for um you know the more questionable part of town or or you know, in this case, he was looking for like the the effectively the red light district or or you know, whatever. Um, yeah, I'd have a plan on that. <laughs> I'd know what I was doing. I would think. Yeah, I kind of wondered about that too because I think part of the allure of him is, oh my gosh, you're going to get killed. And yeah. again, if he gets killed, you probably won't see it. It's not going to be released on YouTube. Or but I mean, you wonder, you know, what's happening to this guy? So mm -hmm. you think it's kind of a. Kind of a little creative licensing, you know, or something. I mean, I he has to be better planned than sometimes it seems, right? Yeah, right. I, he, surely, surely. I, I or he's the luckiest dude who's ever got the passport. I, you know, who knows? Who knows? Maybe he does just stumble blindly into these situations. There was a clip that made me laugh um, where earlier where he runs into two people from America. I guess one guy was in Vegas. I yeah. think one guy was from Ohio. I think, yeah, that was it. Yeah. And then so he's talking about that. And they're telling him when it's safe to go out at night and everything else. I'm like, shouldn't you know? You're the travel blogger. Yeah, right, you shouldn't right. be quizzing those guys on the street. And like, oh, it's okay to go out at night or whatever. I know, very strange. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's get to the crux of this. So, Kurt's walking around. He's having all kinds of adventures and everything. And the title is uh, The Naughty Streets of Italy. And uh, I'm going to play this whole clip. And again, we're I'm hoping we're not having any issues with licensing. Um, I'm just, you know, we're promoting Kurt's uh, YouTube channel here. But let's go. Oh, oh, before we get there, what did you think about this? Uh, Kurt, Kirk kind of flirts with a girl on the street. He wants something sweet. And. Hey, oh no. Thank you. <laughs> what for? For me? Just a little snack. Yeah, just a little snack. You speak uh, amazing English. <laughs> Thank you. Where did you learn English? United States. United States. Okay. Cool. Um, I'm from South Africa. Really? Yeah. You know oh, South Africa? Hey. It is a long way. Quanto costa? Okay. Thanks so much. 
All right, guys, we got a we got a little snack thing here. It's not what I wanted. I wanted a sweet croissant, but okay. Oh, that is dry, dry as hell. Yeah, I bet he does that a lot. Yeah, the guys. I want a thing. I want a thing like this, and he gets a thing, and it's not like what he wanted. <laughs> He's like, "Oh, it's dry as hell." You know? Yeah, He's... or it doesn't quite fit the bill, right? Yeah. <laughs> Makes a lot. All right, well, let's go into this clip, and again, he goes to Naughty Street and Mailway, and let's watch the clip. And I've got thoughts. Uh, it made me laugh at various points. Let's go to Ukraine, Joe, right? Yeah, here we go. Ryan, are you American? No. Ryan, Gos Ryan Gosling. Colombian. You know Ryan Gosling? <laughs> no, man. You don't know Ryan Gosling? <laughs> Ryan yeah. Reynolds. Ryan Gosling, I thought. Ah, no. No. Porn. No. Yeah. A porno street. Let's go look. Guys, apparently this street over here is a porno street. So I wonder what that means. Yeah, porn books or magazines or magazines. Okay. He knows what Ford Street is, doesn't he? Of course he does. He's okay. been, he's been on many of them, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. I think he's just trying to have fun. They're like, what's this Ford Street you talk about? You know, right. it's kind of weird. Hmm, I wonder what it could be. Some rat's poison, insecticide. Oh my god. I'm gonna yeah. have to uh blur this out. But <laughs> he's just got a Porno magazines lying everywhere. Check it out. This is the porn streets of Medellin. Wow. <laughs> this is crazy. Uh -huh. That's oh my god. More porn porn magazines. I'm gonna have to blur it out for the camera. But there's full on, full on. And again, wow. Interesting. <laughs> Some more rat poison, rat ticks. Wow, this is a strange street. Streets of, and again, the streets of pornos and rat ticks. What the hell? Oh my, what the hell? Pornos and rat ticks. This is the weirdest streets I've ever seen in my life. Eso para mí. Colombiana. Colombiana. Oh. Quanto quieres? Dos mil. Okay. Gracias. So guys, I got the uh, aphrodisiac that I drank this morning. Now I got my movie to watch later. Yeah. <laughs> my goodness, Kurt, what's going on here, little buddy? 
Yeah. That I now to be fair on that street, I also saw sunglasses. I saw at yes. least one sunglass vendor. So I saw that. Uh and I would imagine that it's like many such uh areas that they probably have their their uh assortment of uh various uh kind of questionable flea markety goods. You know, like the 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 knockoff. Uh, you know, he was showing earlier about how they had knockoff handbags and and stuff like that. I wonder if they had the knockoff aphrodisiacs and 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 uh, porno mags and stuff there on on that street <laughs> because he's just everywhere he turned, it was like ah ah. <laughs> and it was funny because he was like freaked out about the porn he saw. Like right. it was like, oh my goodness, oh wow! And then right. he goes and buys a magazine too, which made me laugh. Like, did he feel like he had to buy a magazine? Like, did right. he feel like, oh man, I I would offend these uh, shop owners if I didn't buy right. the right. magazine? Oh, I don't, I don't want to breach street vendor etiquette by asking the price and then not buying. Come on, Kurt, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but then he was bragging. He's like. I got my aphrodisiac and I got my magazine. I'm right. ready to go home. I'm like, right. all right, too much that was, information. There. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Uh, <laughs> so old Kirk Cats. All right. Well, let's do this. We got a couple other things I wanted to talk about on YouTube related. But Joe, as we're talking, let me know. Let's figure out a video we can watch uh, next week. I haven't done too much preparation. So let me know if it's something that you like as you're looking. Um, couple interesting things that have my attention. Uh, Steelers won 26 to 14. Well, look at that. Uh, it's funny. Uh, they're making a big deal, obviously, about Big Ben. Uh, he's being interviewed by uh, the ESPN commentator right now. Um, it's strange though, because I know this is his last game at Heinz Field, they're not gonna have another home game in the playoffs, right. but right now, next week's game means something. You know, so it's one thing if, if they did make the playoffs since the last game of the year, but they made such a big deal about this game tonight, and now there's going to be a bigger deal made because he's still playing. So right, right, should right. be interesting. Well, and the way this season has gone, I mean, you know, we mentioned this uh, previously talking to talking to Craig last week. You know, there's going to be some teams potentially that you know. Some eight or nine win, and I mean eight win teams that that could surprise some some you know teams that are supposed to go a little bit further in the playoffs because this year's been weird. You know we talked about that you know about how how some we expected more out of some. You know, no, you know, sorry, sorry, Browns fans, but you know we talked about that like we expected them to be in the playoffs this year. Just kind of expected them to make it. And, you know, sometimes stuff doesn't work out the way you expected it to. They thought that was going to be Ben's last game. And it was not Big Ben's last game. <laughs> so. I'm also checking. It was interesting. Um, uh, they had the main cast. So we talked about that. I feel it was one of our original YouTube uh, shows where you mm -hmm. kind of broke down the main cast. Aaron Rodgers was on that main cast now. Looking through to see what he said about the Browns or the Steelers. Uh, there's some talk to say maybe he takes off and uh, leaves the team. But, you know, the Packers and would he go to Pittsburgh? Would he go to Cleveland? So, right. I, I'm not seeing anything jump across. I'll have to look at the video uh, later. And, uh, trust me, if, especially if he says something about the Browns, 
Now, I'm writing about that tomorrow, sure, so it should be good. Yeah. All right. Um, so, that, yeah, that was going on. Um, I don't know what else is going on in your life, Joe. Uh, well, I got through the holidays. Um, we, which we kind of went over, uh, the last, uh, last week, but, uh, that of course was pre new year's and oh boy, I'll tell you what, new year's Eve, I did not make it to midnight. I was working at 5 AM my time the next day. And that's just how I like it. I used to love new year's Eve so much. Yay. From the time I was a kid when mom and dad would let us stay up late and you can stay up past midnight. Yay. And then I got a little bit older and of course it was woo, happy new year and all Lang Syne and everybody, you know, there's the, the big party and people would, you know, some people would drink too much and some people would drink just enough. Nowadays I look at it's, I swear, man, uh, new year's Eve and, and St. Patrick's day, the same sort of thing. Those, those big party nights I'll be at home. <laughs> I'll be watching something. I'll be binging something on Netflix. I'll be hanging out with the wife and the kid. I just, I, I just leave amateur night to amateurs as far as that. No offense to the people who still enjoy those holidays, but I've, yeah, seen way too many people, you know, going off, going off the rails with it's woo. I'm so glad it's going to be 1998. Yay! No, no, I'll just be at, I'll be at home and get a good night's rest and not be hung over the next day. <laughs> So I was really happy to get through the holidays. Had a good uh, had a good New Year's. Uh, did our traditional New Year's meal. Had snow overnight here in Nashville. Oh my goodness, it was so weird. Woke up with like a couple inches of snow on the ground. Of course, it's all gone. <laughs> Didn't take long. <laughs> I think New Year's Eve is very different uh, because, like with New Year's Eve, when. You didn't have kids. It's easier to go out. Oh, totally. Bam. totally. Yeah, but with yeah. kids, you can't. There's no way. Right. You're either going to have the party at home or you're getting a babysitter or something like that. And I'm like, you know what? I happen, I'm, I'm one of those lucky people. Who, you know, I like my kid. So we'll just hang out with him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's cool. <laughs> and, and this was even before COVID. Yeah, I know a lot. Of oh, yeah, yeah. T- totally. Yeah. We like yeah. going back years, man. I'm, I'm with you. It was like, well, Got kids now, so is it is it worth doing this? No, let's just you know hang out with them, order pizza, or or you know fix somebody's favorite meal or whatever, and watch movies or or you know the the New Year's Eve, uh, you know pick a network and and watch their New Year's Eve entertainment if you want. I just um, yeah, I'm not I'm not fooling with with trying to go out anymore on new year's eve that's 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 in the rear view i think as as they might say so <laughs> okay. very interesting um yeah i think well i think you and i worked together on new year's day right right I, this past week's been on this i mean i i can't remember anything so well i gotta tell you joe and i'm thankful for a kind of boss but i literally misread my schedule Right before Christmas. Oh yeah, and it didn't show up one day. Can you imagine that? I um, it, it was the day where I came in for the meeting. I think you and I talked a couple times and said, "Hey, I, I got to take off right after the meeting and everything else." And I took off after the meeting, thinking nothing was wrong. Right. I looked at my schedule that night, and I found that I needed to work that day. And I was like, "Oh." <laughs> And thankfully, I, I was like, oh, I'm in trouble. But they told me I got to look at the schedule there. But thankfully, they were nice about it. But it, yeah, I was horrified. It was embarrassing. 
Yep. I um I will say that I can't imagine what that would be like. I will not admit to having done it myself. How's how's that? <laughs> there you go. But I've I've worked many, many, many shifts at many, many different places, many, many different places. So I would say there's probably a chance that I might have pulled something like that. Yeah, well, unintentionally even. It wasn't like a plan, like, oh, I'm I gotta go to this this concert there in town and I can't. No, I just messed it up. Oh, I thought it was Tuesday and it's Wednesday or whatever. <laughs> well, I think that was our boss's first concern. Like, hey, you can't just make it to the schedule. It's, no, I, I misread. It, it yeah. really didn't matter when it worked. It could have worked either day. It really wasn't. Right, and COVID, right. If you're homeless at the time, it doesn't matter when you work. I mean, <laughs> the days lose. <laughs> lose. Um, like it used to be, hey, I don't want to work any weekends anymore. It doesn't matter. No, especially... Especially with the remote stuff, yeah. you know, I mean, it, it, it makes it so much, I mean, you, you, you still want to maintain the boundary and, and work-life balance and everything. And I understand that, but I mean, really, I, if, if we need somebody to jump in on a Saturday or a Sunday shift or, or earlier or later than usual, eh, working remote, I feel like that's a fair trade in, in many instances, you know? All right, well, Joe, I got an idea for you, and we can start voting next week with Craig. I'll be honest, I I, I ran out of time a little bit, so I've got a guy I've been watching. Um, I sent you a link to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you got a chance to take a look at as we were talking. Uh, tell me if you can pronounce his name. I'm, I'm having a hard time. Um, Enos uh, Yilmoser? Yeah, yeah, I think that's it, or Yilmazer. You imagine? Okay. I'm sure sure we're slaughtering it. I'm, I'm going to suggest him for next week. It's interesting. Uh, he's got a YouTube channel. I don't know if he's a real estate agent per trade, but right now he's going all over the world and just kind of showing off mm-hmm. expensive homes. Um, he he showed a $161 million um, mansion in France that was crazy. Uh, I like this one. Um, he showed a place in Vegas. And honestly, Joe, mm-hmm. we're guys. I think you and I would love this place. So I must suggest, should we do that for next week? Yeah, yeah. I I, um, I certainly enjoy looking at homes I'll never be able to afford. Yeah. I actually got <laughs> kind of mad thinking, man, I can still work where I work. You know, I can work remotely and everything. But then I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to get 25 million. I'm going to have to win the Powerball or, <laughs> right, or something right. to make that. So, all right. We will do that next week. Uh, that should be good. Um, and again, just kind of the theme of the night. Uh, keep on uh, Craig in your thoughts and everything. Um, and, and just get get facts. Yep. I, I, I want my friends to be okay. And, and, and thankfully, Craig is vaccinated. We're not saying Craig isn't vaccinated. But um, I just want people to be okay. Yep. And if you're vaccinated, you're boosted, you've got a lot better chance of being okay than if you're not. So that's really what it comes down to. Yep. So, yeah, very good. All right. Um, a couple quick promos. Um, on Wednesday night, we're, we're kind of taping on two different nights now. Um, Wednesday night, I, I, we're going to tape our Behind the Steel Curtain um, show there is some big news coming with that. I'm not, I can't say it now, but we're going to do a bunch of different things with the sewage in the next couple of weeks. Uh, keep tuned in. 
Uh, we're excited. We might even see our Steelers show come back on the Highland podcast. So a uh, lot of stuff we I need to finalize this week, but it should be pretty good. And then the Excedra show, uh, where me, uh, Joe Frost, and Paul Yanchek, uh just talk about crazy uh, news of the week and just say ridiculous things. I, I got to say, Paul, I was very embarrassed. Um, sadly, we lost Betty White over the weekend. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, but... I got nothing against Betty White. I was a little bit frustrated. We were talking about how Betty White comes up in Twitter searches where people just don't want her to die. Right. And, and they weren't caring about her as a person. They're just like, I don't want Betty White to die. So I'm like, what? Should we put Betty White in a castle so she comes out every day and says, I'm alive, I'm here, <laughs> and everything. Uh, we taped that Wednesday. And when did she die? Saturday? Friday or Saturday, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, I felt bad we said that two days before she died. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> Nothing personal with Betty White. I I was more frustrated at our American culture, right? I I think we were more worried about Betty White getting to be a hundred than we cared about Betty White as a person. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's you know I think. Um... I think I I kind of thought along the similar lines. I knew, um, I mean, you know, she hosted one of uh, SNL's highest rated shows ever ten years ago. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, and and she came back as a guest, and I mean, like, in you know, guest spots and and sketches and stuff like that. And I mean, it, she's great. She was she, I mean, stayed active. I mean, multiple interviews. Like, you plan on retiring? She's like, why? I'm having a great right. time. I'm doing stuff I love, you know, and clearly, clearly the woman loved entertaining, you know, I mean, she spent so much of her life doing it. And, you know, bef- even going back, even before the, the guest spots that people know her for and the golden girls, you know, back to Mary Tyler Moore and game shows and stuff. I remember when I was just really, really little, like my grandparents would have various game shows on TV or something. And she'd be one of the guests, you know, um, and it, you know, to see somebody that happy, that content with their career. And then I did kind of feel like, you know, every time she was trending on Twitter, same thing, people are like, Oh, wrap her in bubble wrap and put her in a vault and blah. And I'm like, yeah. And then she won't be able to do the cool stuff that she wants to do. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, I get, I get the sentiment. But it's like like so many things on Twitter. It's like, mm, come on. Well, <laughs> we we know everybody feels that way. <laughs> I'll I'll give you another prime example, and we'll talk about this during our behind the silk curtain show. Um, Antonio Brown, uh, he's a former Steelers receiver. Um, he literally quit the team. I mean, he disrobed, mm-hmm. uh, walked off the field, and everything else. And you know, as a former Steelers fan, that where he kind of screwed your team over and over again. Yeah, uh, it's easy to make fun of the guy. But I'll tell you, with mental health, you've yeah. got to really start thinking about that behind-the-scenes stuff and say, yeah, he's a dope as a player, but I hope he's getting help he, he needs and everything. Yeah, yeah, and, agreed, agreed. And it's, it's a sign, and I'm comparing that loosely to Betty White because we're not caring about Betty White as a person. We're just like, oh, my gosh, I hope she makes it to 100. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, we got to care about people as people, not just as, you know, you know, 
I think we look at people too much as pop culture figures. And right. we talk a lot about pop culture stuff. But, you know, I, I think the one thing we got to remember is, yeah, we can make fun of people. There's no problem with that. But, you know, overall, we have to start caring about people as people, not just as. Well, I mean, and, you know, and, and in the case of, of Antonio Brown, too, I mean, I once once players get to the point where they're quote unquote trouble players, you know, uh, if they're they go from program to program or, you know, team to team and, and they keep having um, some of the same clashes, some of the same disciplinary issues, whatever, uh, you know, he's been in trouble with the law before that alter, altercation with the truck driver in front of his house in Florida, you know, um, and similarly to what you, what we were saying about Betty White, I can't imagine how we're drawing this Betty, this line somehow from Betty White to Antonio Brown, but it's true. I, I saw that on, on uh, Sunday at the, the Bucks game. I'm like, first thing popped in my head is I'm like, CTE anyone? Oh, that's immediately yeah. what I was thinking about is the dude. Okay. You know, right. never been a fan, not, not a hater either, but I just don't care, you know? But when I when I see stuff like that, it's like, you know, there are people in his life who do still care about him, and I wonder if they're able to check on him, affect a positive change, whatever it might be. Because there was somebody, there was some reference made like in his contract with the Bucks, he was like one touchdown and fifty yards, uh, fifty receiving yards away from a million dollar bonus, something like that, you know. He did, it wasn't much. He would have gotten it in the game if he if he played, you know. Right. And I was like, who walks away from that? But you don't know. You don't know what was going on with 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 you know with the coach with Arians that day. You don't know. I don't know. You know. I do know that I do know that uh, you know right after the game he's like he's no longer a buck. Right. So they they weren't wasting any more time after after the whole fake vaccine card deal last month or whatever yeah they didn't didn't waste any time you know severing the ties and like i said why made the awkward comparison like like i saw a um thread on the internet that we're talking about well didn't betty white get a um covid booster shot so the covid booster killed her and it's like okay are we just (laughs) caring about betty white to fill in our Feelings about COVID. You know, I, I know we don't have access to Betty White. You know, it's not like we can go. It's not like I can say, hey, Joe, did you call in on Betty White? Make sure you're doing okay. I understand that. But we're kind of using these pop culture people just to kind of fill our agendas when it comes to COVID. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, and that's true for anybody. I mean, that they're touchstones for whatever. We assign all sorts of, it's sort of like your pets. You assign a voice to pets and personalities and stuff. I, your dog might not probably. I mean, there's no way your dog thinks like you think your dog thinks. I watch him all the time. He's people. He's a dog. He's not thinking what you're thinking. He's thinking about food and water. And I gotta go pee. You know. Uh, but you know, similarly, we assign these attributes, these these kinds of wants and wishes and whatnot to celebrities, whether they're athletes or musicians or actors or whoever. And, you know, it might not have anything to do with them. It probably doesn't. You know, they do serve as surrogates for things as, you, as you're talking about, you know, applying things to COVID. And, you know, as far as, as, far as that goes, yeah, I, I certainly hope Betty White got the booster. 
I imagine she got one pretty quickly as soon as they were authorized for, you know, for people 65 and up. And speaking of people 65 and up, I think I know what killed Betty White. Being 99 years old and just days short of your 100th birthday. Good night. I didn't want the lady to die either. But you know what? Thanks for 99 and almost almost one more, you know, awesome awesome year here, you know, uh, yeah, entertaining us and, and doing what you loved. And yeah. Yeah. I, I, I saw that too. I saw a reference to like, I wonder if she, I'm like, I hope she did. And it didn't kill. Her. <laughs> yeah. Her agent block comment saying, Hey, it was natural. causes." Yeah. All right. Well, Hey, we are at the end of our hour. Um, Hey, I just want to apologize to, we try to put out a podcast every day. I've been sick. Craig's been sick. We're going to get back on it. Just we've got other things on our plate. Uh, we, we're not quitting the podcast or everything. Uh, it's just we. <laughs> They're not that lucky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it just we, we canceled a couple shows this week uh, because of Craig not feeling well and me not feeling well. We'll get back on it. Just be patient. Uh, it'll all be good. We're trying to catch up with stuff we've been getting for the past couple of days. All right. Well, Joe, as always, thanks again. Um, we will. I'm going to promote this next week, so people know that we're coming on at uh, 11 Eastern, uh, 10 Central time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, as always, Joe, thanks for uh, coming on. Uh, Craig, we're hoping you feel better, and thanks for checking out the YouTube show. Everyone, have a great day. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast, based on the work from our book. Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.